0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Shouldn't you be at work?
0: He's here! 2-0! Yeah. Lampard! Brilliant! It was in, no. Bill!
2: There! That surely crossed the line! Oh, oh. It's, it's so far in! Thanks very much, Seth Latter. Clean sheet, I call it, is uh, one of the most important things in, in
0: football. Nice to see the whole
2: fans, could Emil Hesky, could it be five? Yes, it is!
3: Paul Bowden to take it.
0: Oh, and he's hit the crossbar! Gerard, is Carroll! What a goal by the England striker! That's why he was brought
2: in, and he's done the job. Saved! John Pickford! England on the brink. Now, you know him better than anybody, probably. Do you back into to score quickly, yes or no? Yes. Oh, oh, it no.
1: Wait, Hello and welcome to episode thirteen of our Euros specials. I'm Chris Gull. Joining me, as always, Josh Whitaker. Hi. And um, no intro for Michael. It's that kind of. Sad national day of mourning. It's <laughs> just here's Michael. Hello,
3: how are we? <sighs> Bereft. Oh, you just texted sad. me in caps, didn't you? And just said, I am so sad.
1: <laughs> just find myself like just looking out the window. I like, I had BBC Six Music on a minute ago, and I was like, why isn't there just sad songs on all day? Do you know what I mean, <laughs> like.
3: A... <laughs> Like when Duke Redenborough died and all the radio stations. Yeah,
1: the Prince Philip playlist. Put the Prince Philip playlist on. It's that kind of day, isn't it? the Prince Philip
3: playlist on without
1: the World Cup or the Euros. (laughs) Yeah, I know Uh, what I mean. The other thing I've done as well is I haven't read it. I can't read anything about it.
3: It's difficult, isn't it?
1: I haven't looked. I can't really engage with it. I'm just kind of trying to ignore it almost do you know what I mean oh, which, which because
3: can't... for the last week I've tried to read everything I can about it
1: yeah I've read every preview for that Italy game and now it's out I just can't read a single article about it
3: I tell you what I don't And I really like him as a writer I always read him but I was just on the Guardian there was a I saw a t- title for Jonathan Wilson article about how England had got it tactically wrong and I thought I just can't put myself through that, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: I don't need to know. I'd prefer the myth. How are you feeling, Michael?
4: Yeah, similar, just a bit bit deflated now. A weird mixture of kind of trying to cling on to the lovely moments that we had over the summer and remember those, but also just really just really deflated. Really yeah. It's hard, to, it's hard to articulate. The more you kind of embrace what happened and how close we were, then you open up your mind to the things of like, yeah, I know it's a young team and I know this progress and I know this, this, this and this, but that's the best
1: chance we're ever
4: going to have. Like, it just it just is.
1: I, I saw some people, I mean, some people are saying it's a young team, but my mind goes back to Bobby Robson talking to Gaza at Italia 90 after we go out on pens. And he says to Gaza, you're a young man. You're, this is your first one. There's going to be more, and there wasn't. So you thought it doesn't really isn't really a factor so much at international football, is it? You have that opportunity, or you don't. And I think I mean, that's given me an extra layer of sadness.
3: I, I would say that we're mere days from you saying that this would be the start of a long period of domination by the England team.
1: <laughs> I do. I do maintain that. Because I think if you have a look at the the dominance of English clubs in Europe, we've got the best league in the world. We're we're punching our weight. I think it is inevitable.
3: I think there'll be more opportunities. There will be. We've come, well, as Gareth Southgate said, if you count the Nations League, we've come fourth, then third, and now second in our last three tournaments. Uh, Obviously, you shouldn't count the Nations League, but
1: nevertheless... But you love that pyramid theory of the World Cups, isn't it? So that's I mean if we if we take this I I, do you know what?
3: I don't I don't want to look a gift horse in the mouth, but I don't know whether Qatar's the one I'd want to win anyway, do you know what I mean? A December World a Cup. A December World Cup. Uh, I'm
4: taking it all day long. Yeah,
1: I'll take it.
4: Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) Because I think, you know, obviously they've ushered in a new era and, you know, the transformation, as we've discussed many times, has been incredible and should be the biggest thing that we take home is how the entire landscape and mentality of English football team and those players has just shifted. And I don't doubt that going forward, we will get to the later stages of major tournaments, you know, at least for this cycle of players. But... This, this was a home tournament, effectively, for the oh. semis and the finals, you know. We probably will get to the quarters, the semis, perhaps even another final, but we will never have it stacked so favourably again. Well, and, I can and tell you why, it. because there's no way we're getting a World Cup. <laughs> oh,
3: absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. No way that they're ever going to hold an event here again.
4: And with yeah. good cause. Yeah, and quite quite rightly so. Some yes. of Those shameful scenes and some of the reaction its yeah, it's inexcusable.
1: Well, you know, us and Ireland are going to bid for the 2030 World Cup. I was reading yesterday. Yeah, I think
4: that's taken a quite a
3: large down. Dam- Ireland must be fucking <laughs> livid. Yeah. I think they've just they've just phoned the Scottish FA to see whether they want to team up instead. <laughs> Do you know what I'd like to see now? A couple of those classic old-style 90s uh, this will be the team at the 2030 World Cup, articles full of players that are then not going to make the grade.
1: Well, we might be able to reverse aging by then, so you could be looking at Robbie Fowler being back in contention.
3: Well, I, I watched—I just
1: watched this Gary Neville soccer box just this morning. Actually, how could you watch football? Like, I got back from—I just couldn't watch anything to do with football. I ended up watching a documentary about Andre the Giant when I got home. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, I can't watch football. I can't engage with the entire topic.
3: I felt sad after 2018. I felt sad after 1996. I felt sad after 1990. And they have, over time, become cherished memories.
4: And this <laughs> yeah. summer will be a cherished memory. Yeah, I, I agree. I think even now, just you know, less than 24 hours after, remembering what it felt like when Luke Shaw scored that goal or basically oh me walking God. into the fan park and hearing everyone cheering Luke Shaw scoring that goal and then also Pickford saving from Jorginho, Those were just incredible moments. And I think those are the ones that will linger. The the hurt and the disappointment will fade with time.
1: I've just just witnessed something so depressing. I've just looked out my window and seen my neighbor taking down the St. George's Cross flag. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm watching them fold it up now. It really is is depressing
3: because I think it'd be worse (laughs) if they were like putting one up now. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That would be quite. Wonderful Patriotic, you know, know. oh God, it's so sad. It's
3: it's taking down the Christmas tree, isn't it? It's being on the plane home from holiday, isn't it?
1: Yeah, back to real life, back to real life.
4: Right now, I feel like we're in an airport, you know, when you have a stopover on a long-haul flight. I haven't quite got home to full normality yet, but also we're not. On the beach or by the pool, enjoying what was yeah an amazing time. It's just sort of like, oh, this is this is the football's equivalent of jet lag. Yes, it really yeah. is. That's so true.
1: We need a morale boost. Like, I guess if this was an international tournament, you want the shots of the team of coming back on the plane and then a crowd there welcoming them, welcoming them back. You know.
3: Do you remember that there was a really nice documentary at Euro '96 a few years ago, must have been 25th anniversary or something. And they just talked about how they just sat up in the bar all night, like when they got knocked out, and then they all just kind of made their separate ways the next day. It's weird, isn't it? It's like it when you, when it's in your own country, Harry Kane's probably just got in a car this morning and gone home, and it's yeah. probably taken him like half an hour or something. Do you know what I mean? It's
4: like you want you do want that playing home, don't you? Or would you not prefer that, though, like once all is said and done? I think I'd rather go, oh, there's an Addison Lee outside. I'll be home in 15 minutes. Because no. <laughs> what, what, what is there other than just reflection?
3: Unlucky Pickford, you've got a longer journey than me, you loser. Yeah. <laughs> I just, goodbyes are tough, right? It must be oh. really weird to, like, go through that with that that group of people. Yeah. And then you're no. like, anyway,
1: I now am your rival from now on, next yeah. week. Do you know what I mean? Like to be in each other's pockets like that, and to have gone through something as crazy as every, everything that squad's gone through, and then for to to just just to end in disaster right at the very end, and just to be—I mean, how that addressing room—I can't imagine how they would have felt after. Oh wow! Well. Oh man! Well, can we talk? Can we talk about Garanikas' opening line? Shouldn't you be at I church?
3: Think we, I think we should. It's a, a reference that must have been lost on quite a lot of people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm going to say it. Just not quite good enough. It isn't good enough. Mean? I love Gary Lineker, but... Yeah, but when you really analyse it, like you just say, it doesn't work on almost any level. And also, oh, I don't know. The, the thing is, like, you need a, gl- a, a glib, funny, interesting line. That's what Des line did. He wasn't punning but on whatever Kenneth Walson had said. That, like, you, it's
0: no,
3: yeah, that's true. Prior. You say this, but when I was watching and it started and Gary Lineker said, shouldn't you be at church? I did go, fucking yes, this is happening. Here we go. This is the real thing. This is the final. And far be it from us to uh, tell someone that he's spending too much time being referential to things that happened in the 90s. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, um, man. Look.
1: Well, should we, we've got our game. Should we, should we invite the listeners to hear our enjoyment yeah. of the game? Do you want to set the scene, Josh?
3: Um, uh, so we had a group of friends around in my garden, and uh, we watched it on a screen in the shed. And uh, if I was to be honest with you, I'd say that is my abiding memory of last night is how much I loved sharing it with my friends and how amazing a time I had, despite the result. And I, I can't emphasize this enough. I'm really glad I wasn't at Wembley. I would yeah. have... I I can't imagine anywhere worse last night at 10.30 than Wembley Way. I genuinely think it... Trying to get away from Wembley last night must have been
4: fucking horrific. (laughs) Yeah, by all accounts, everyone I've spoken to that was there said the entire process of getting in and out of Wembley before and after the game was one of the worst of their life.
3: But yeah, I think, you know, and in a way sharing it with all your mates and watching it coming together is really what this whole tournament has given us the most so it's a lovely way to experience it and i've had an amazing time and uh well for some of it here is how it sounded to us
2: i know there are some of you who remember 66 Hurst, the russian linesman Not be Styles dancing in the sun for most of us. This is a first. So let that magic soak your spine.
1: England versus Italy, the European Championship final. It feels like every England game, every defeat, every win has led to this moment. Josh Hayfield.
3: All right. I, in a weird way. I just really want us to win. But if we lose, I'll make my peace very quickly. I just love us to win.
1: Um, most astonishing. How are you feeling? I'm terrified. Like, I've been so anxious all day. Every preview I've been reading, the anxiety's been building and building. But most astonishing thing so far, Michael's missed kickoff. Michael's missed kickoff. <laughs> He's missed some deadlines in his time, but this, this takes a biscuit.
2: Here
1: we go. Is it coming home? We're about to find out.
2: Early test of England's mettle. Insigne with the corner, steered away by Harry Maguire. Raheem Sterling nudges it to Mason Mount, who's under pressure from Verratti. Bit of space for Kane, lots of space for Trippier on the far side, England want to shift the ball to do that. Trippier. Sterling making a dart, Walker in there too, might come to Luke Shaw! Score your first ever goal for England! Luke Shaw scores in a European Championship final for England at Wembley. Inside two minutes. Oh it's
1: two my We're two minutes in. Michael's, two minutes in. Michael's arrived. He's singing this for the first time. But England have gone one-nil up. And it's Luke Shaw.
0: That is. Is oh my one? God!
1: It's Luke Shaw. Hang on, Sir Luke Shaw has put oh, England
0: into the
1: lead. Have we scored too early? Oh, no. that's the first goal.
0: We've scored. Have we there scored? There's
1: never a history of us
3: scoring too early than blowing it.
1: <laughs> England are one 0 up. Michael, you missed it. I mean, I came in literally for the cheers. <laughs> Can you leave and come back? It's Italy nil, England one, and we're three minutes in. Oh my God. 26 minutes in now. Michael, just tell everyone what you just turned to me and said.
4: We're we're really good.
1: We're really good. It's so good. Like There
4: was a little period there where we just ordinarily we would have hoofed it down the line, but we were calm in possession. And I, I'm, I'm going to say, it, I don't know how to handle this. Do you know what? Part of me would go, well, I should get ready to be disappointed, but
3: I'm just going to enjoy that moment when we were on top on 1-0 up, because we've been 1-0 up against Germany in 96 or Croatia in 2018. But we're playing brilliantly,
1: and Italy are also playing quite badly. Like, they look really rattled. I would say as well, 2018, I was here in your garden when we scored that early goal against Croatia. I can't imagine anywhere better to be as well. This is, the, the atmosphere is brilliant. And we, no, and we haven't, there's not, I've not seen one flare up an anus yet. <laughs> the night is young. It's 1-0 England, 27 minutes, let's see what happens.
2: Chiesa, by Rice. Rice is still tracking him, but Chiesa's got away. And wriggling to the edge of the box. Oh, what a chance. It's a huge sigh of relief for Anne Wembley. Brilliant from Chiesa. Rice did his best, but he just got away from him.
1: Half-time. Italy nil, England one. Josh, can you believe it? Uh, I can't believe how well we're playing.
3: I could imagine us has been one nil up and then not playing well, but we're playing so well.
1: I'm I'm just trying to enjoy it because this is the adventure. Live your lives. (laughs) Michael, here's what I'm going to do full time. Piss, shit and vomit. Uh, That's how I feel. But it's not unrealistic that we could be 45 minutes away from England's first major tournament victory in 55 years. I, I think we are the better team. We deserve to be ahead.
4: And although it's really mad to say it. I, I think we're going to win the Euros, guys. I think we're going to win the Euros. And if we don't, I'm not editing this bit out. Right?
1: <laughs> but also, we've had our hearts broken. It'll be a horrible edit. It'll be a horrible edit. I said it before the game, but it feels like, how many England defeats have we witnessed? So many heartbreaking moments. It feels like Euro 96, 2000. It really
3: haven't scared me. Sorry.
1: Everything has led to this moment. Everything has built up to this half-time England, Italy nil, England one. And we could be 45 minutes away from the ultimate glory. Yeah. And do you know
3: what? I'm in a garden with, what, 25 of my favourite people in the world. And this, and it's so raining and it feels like I'm waiting for the Glastonbury headlines to come on in the rain. <laughs> doesn't it? And, it and, you, and you're going, will they be good or whatever? But yeah. I can't imagine anywhere in the world I would rather be. For instance, here's Tom Parry. Yeah. Let's get
1: Tom Parry's thoughts. Tom, Tom. Tom. would you like to apologise to our listeners for your behaviour after the Scotland game? And would you like to apologise for wearing a South Africa 2010 England shirt, the worst shirt? Okay, I'll back up on all these things. (laughs) I have no
3: apologies (laughs) for being cautious going into a major tournament (laughs) because that is what history has taught us, to be cautious going in. And the 2020 South Africa shirt
2: is the comfiest shirt to wear on a long journey. It's like cotton. Oh my God, it wicks away the vapours. It's really good. It's a really good
3: design, okay? And I know 2020 South Africa wasn't good, but oh my God, it makes you feel good after a long journey. And we are, we're close. I mean, like
1: We're close. That we're that closest is, than we've ever been. That is. you confident, Harry?
3: Yeah. But only because of the performance. But look at that. Italy, if you're an Italian fan and you're watching that, it doesn't feel like they're in this game. No, yeah, and no, we really. feel like we're in. The, uh, and it's what we've done all the is we have controlled the game. And, and we are controlling this game. That might change in the second half, but up until this point, we have controlled this game. That, that's extraordinary. It's <laughs> extraordinary. It's, it's, we are witnessing extraordinary stuff. <laughs> is Gareth Southgate actually. He's made another. Sorry, thing. Sir Gareth Southgate. Sir
1: Gareth. Southgate.
3: Is Sir Gareth He's made another unpopular decision. He's gone for five at the back. No one else would have done that. Uh, is he a tactical genius? Oh, do
4: I get
1: yes. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's it for half-time. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen in this second half. We've had our hearts broken before, but let's see what happens. We wait with bated breath.
2: Chiesa, still going, allowed to wander too far. Great save by Pickford. Well, he should never have been able to get the shot away. But when he did, Jordan Pickford had to come up with a big hand.
3: I'd say Italy have had a bit more of the ball in the second half than the first.
2: Yeah.
1: To be expected, though. To be expected. I'm sat here with Nish Kumar. Your boy Luke Shaw is about to whip in a cross. But, uh, of course, your boy Luke Shaw because you're a Man United fan. Not on brand. Not on brand, that.
4: Well, I mean, I consider it to be very on brand. But, you know, I can't, I can't help you. I'm not in control of what my brand is. Anyway... How do you like that, Jose? How do you like them? How do you like them? I don't know. I wish I knew what the Portuguese word for apples was. And if I knew what the Portuguese words for apples was, I would say,
1: how do you like them? Portuguese word for apples, Jose. 56th minute. I would put £100 on an athletic article about Jose Mourinho winning the Euros for England here. Oh, Oh, Maguire heads over the bar. Feeling confident? I,
3: I, I feel less tense than I normally feel when I watch England.
1: Yeah.
4: I, exactly that it's tense but not the level of tense you'd expect 1-0 up in a I European final still feel final.
3: physically sick don't worry <laughs> 62
2: Rice minutes Kane, on the clock it's a corner Stones, to England Maguire to aim for same it's whipped towards in. John Stones. Oh! 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 it's
0: another
2: Donner corner a Donner to rubber rubber had to touch it John
1: Stones another corner oh, it's just dipping
2: under the bar I think it doesn't get a clean header on it Corner into that near post. Costante with the flick on. It's loose. It comes off the post. It's tucked in. Bonucci equalises. And just a little bit of Italian experience starts to shine through. One
1: one. England have just conceded. It's now 1-0 I'm, But it's just I weird. Don't want to have to record. I'm just fucking gutted. Gutted, gutted, gutted. It's the, it's the worst fear, isn't it? Because Italy have been dominant. Like 71% possession is the stat that's come up, but it feels like England are so in this. We've been so confident in this. And that goal. Our second half that has not, second
3: half's been not good. Um, we need to we come just back need, in. something needs to happen now because I am fucking gutted. We need to come back into this. Oh, it's one all. It's all Italy, it's all Italy, and they're attacking now.
1: Fucking hell. Michael, how are you
4: feeling? Uh, weirdly less tense than I did at 1-0 which I think is this is more familiar as an England fan I'm hoping that changes very soon
1: it's weird because the worst thing has happened they've equalised I uh, feel like we've lost like that's
3: my mindset is oh well we've lost uh, Nish we, prediction of the score?
4: the prediction on the score at the moment is I will I'll, I will settle for any version of an England win like I'll yeah. be honest with you penalties whatever the fuck it is just let's let's make like the Visigoths and bring down Rome.
1: That's not helping my brand. <laughs> oh. James, prediction? Prediction. Look, I think we're either winning two one or, or we're winning on penalties. I think extra
2: time is looking like a bit of a no man's land. I think we need to hold them off until full time here.
1: It's England one, Italy one. Eighty three minutes. Let's see what Oh God. I want to ask now. Would you?
3: take penalties.
1: Busy. I still think we're the best of team. I think we can outplay them. I think we can outplay them. We've been too... Because we were 1-0 up, we spent a large portion of this game just letting them have the ball. Mason Mount's in. Sterling touches it. He can't finish it. But here we... This is the thing. When we run at them, they, they can't handle it. I, I, I don't want penalties because I think we can win this in normal time or extra time. I'm going to say I think
4: the, the Southgate narrative redemption arc isn't complete unless we win on penalties. And he scores the winning one. No, I'm happy for him not to take one. But I think the only way this plays out
1: is a penalties win for England. I don't know. I'm so I can't imagine a future scenario in which Italy win or England win. It's just gone full time. I'm enormously proud of this team now. Yeah. What I was worried about was a 3-0 defeat in normal time. We've we've gone past that. We, we, the nation should be so proud. Ultimately, that is the trophy. That is that. We this is no, a but victory the for the England. Trophy is the trophy. I agree. <laughs> like we we are absolute heroes. We've come
3: back into it the last ten minutes. Um, also, it's just I'm so pleased that England are doing it in an English way, dramatically. Whatever happens, is
4: drama. Yeah. Okay. I would say I agree. On reflection, tomorrow. If we lose this game, we should be proud. Like, we've done amazing to get to the final. We've played well. We've taken it to extra time. But right now, right now, I just want to win. I just want to win. However, it, I don't care. I'm going to say it. I don't care if we cheat. I, I, I want <laughs> okay, to
3: win. If we won in an awful way, happily.
1: Yeah. Um, I can't bear the tension. I can't believe we've got another half hour of it. I feel like I'm going to piss shit and vomit would everywhere. That's the second now? time I've said that. penalties now? I think I would. Here's what's going to happen it's so going to go to penalties, and <laughs> Sapkick's going to bring himself on and score the winner. <laughs> you heard it at first. <laughs> James has walked off. Jesus I've Christ. got. I'm not going to lie. All my anxiety is translating to aggressively getting pissed. So yeah,
3: I, I've never drunk so fast. I'm drinking so fast. It's insane. And like, part
1: of me wishes I was at Croydon Box Park right now. Five bottles is, of Prosecco the, D. I This
3: weird thing where I'm drinking really fast. 45 minutes, I'm going to be on the street or everyone's just going to be shuffling home and I'm going to be left in my own house <laughs> drunk.
1: Oh, well, extra time is about to begin. Here we go.
4: The good thing is the Italians haven't had as much possession or pressure as they did towards the end of the game. Stand the tide, hopefully.
2: Walker, losing out. Emerson coming forward. Pickford is there, comes back his way. It's wide. He can sit back
1: down again. I think we're gonna do it in this last section of extra Time. I think we're Can I just
2: to... say,
3: more well, than though? No, I have adored sharing this experience with all these people. I've loved it. And that's what kind and of... And I mean the, you two. I've loved this. I've loved yes. it. And I love how much this tears me apart and all of that. And that's what being an England fan is. And you wait they're bringing on Marcus oh Rashford. That's a oh mad God. decision. That's
1: a mad decision. But I would just say this. We all wanted everyone to feel proud of our country. And how can you not at this point? Well, I don't know if you've seen the reports what
4: the fans were up to, but...
1: <laughs> I'm calling it. He saved the children. He's going to save the nation. There's a specific reason why I want to record this voice note. It's we're edging towards 28 minutes. Terry Venables never made a substitution at Euro 96 against Germany. Sancho and Rashford are making their way onto the pitch. Sancho and Rashford are making their way onto the pitch. Who's going to miss? Who's going to miss? Who's no. going to miss? Southgate's learned from history.
4: Southgate knows he doesn't want the equivalent of him stepping up to take a penalty in his shootout. Who so he's, is the of him? Harry Maguire? John Stones. John, John Stones? John Stones is the equivalent John of him. John Stones <laughs> has got Stone. pizza advert written all over his fucking face. <laughs> yeah, Stone Bates. Stone
2: Bates. <laughs> Towards the penalty spot, Maguire, right forward for Kane. Comes back to Grealish, went to hit it, didn't connect. Saka. Kane. Trying to turn it into the box. Stone is there! And Donnarumma was in no man's land, really. Big moment for England.
1: So, I think, basically, Italy are basically trying to play for a penalty shootout. And I, and I suspect that we are, too. Hey, Castor, how are you feeling right now? Pop it up, bread. Pop it up, bread in your podcast, OK? <laughs> He's invaded our podcast. We've banned her from his own podcast. I'm, gen- I'm, I'm genuinely tense. I'm trying to use humour to relieve her, OK. <laughs> We are, we can be so proud of this team, whatever happens at this point. absolutely.
3: And I said at the start of the game, that whether we lose or win, I will really love the month they've given us. But I will say that now that doesn't feel like the case. Now it feels like the case that everything in my life is based on whether we win this part It's not true, but today it feels at this moment, I don't know what to do if this penalty shootout. I went to the park. The Columbia one. I went into the kitchen for the Harry Kane one.
1: I'm not sure I can deal with it. I I do Josh, I'm going to tell you now, I'm going to force you, for the sake of this podcast, to spend it in the garden. You don't have to look, but you have to experience it here with us.
3: I'm not going to look, obviously. (laughs) I'm not fucking, I'm not a psycho. I'm not insane. No, I'm just going to stand here and deal with
1: it. Don't go to the park. I'm not going to go to the park. James, are you going to watch the yeah? I'm
2: going to watch it. Of course I am. But like, my, my main worry is that Josh is going to go to the park and listen to three lines on his headphones like he did on the World Cup or whatever it was. So like, I want him to be here for whatever happens.
1: So whatever happens, we're together. Yes.
3: I hate, I hate everything
1: that's happening. The referee is getting ready to blow his whistle. This could be the last England chance. Fuck, 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 fuck. Press it. Bring Press on, it, on David Besson.
3: Bring on this David Besson now. Day, best
1: that's you know. the full-time whistle it's Italy-England it's a penalty shootout to decide who wins the Euros and I want to be sick Sickly sick you've got to stay, Josh you're staying here for this of course but I'm not going to face the screen I can't do it I can't do it
3: I Italy love won I England won I love everyone
1: oh god the tension is unbelievable Italy won England won it's a penalty shootout
2: oh god Saka Phillips and the
3: full-time whistle and it will be penalties. Kevin, we decided to document the tournament and this is why it's come to. We're documenting we never thought it would come to this. This is mad, and this is gonna be an unedited experience at the end, which I just can't I'm not watching, I'm facing away. I'm watching Chris and Michael.
1: It's England versus Italy, and Italy decide to go first, and but they're shooting at the England end. Here we go. You like to think Pickford has done his homework. There's a wall of St George's flag behind it. Italy take the lead. It's 1-0. Michael? I mean,
4: in a way, when we set off on this journey, it's inevitable that we've ended up here. Penalties, the Southgate redemption arc.
3: Who's Southgate
1: going to be fucking telling? They're going to be the manager in 20 years. Fucking Harry Kane's up next. Gareth Southgate looks on. This is just horrible, just so horrible. Harry Kane up next. Donal- Harry Kane. Donald Donal- looks so big in the goal compared to Pickford.
4: Oh,
2: Great
1: penalty from Kane. England have One all.
4: Great penalty, great penalty. Great penalty it's a great penalty it's a
1: captain's penalty
0: i
3: love gareth southgate so much at this point like whatever's happened he's the greatest englishman that's ever lived <laughs> uh,
1: and it's italy's number nine who steps forward italy don't have good strikers and it's their number nine chelani looks on he looks if i had to describe his look suspicious his run is straight on. He's facing the penalty straight on. He looks. He looks nervous. Pickford looks big.
4: I think he might miss. He looks scared.
0: Here he comes. I think Pickford saves. Yes! Come on!
1: England. Gareth Southgate looks on. He feels the tension in his face. Joshua said to me, don't even commentate on this moment. didn't say it, I just watched
3: the crowd.
1: Harry Maguire.
0: What?
1: Well, who predicted this? Harry Maguire steps up next. Harry Maguire steps up next. England's number six. The number that Bobby Moore wore in the 66 World Cup. All eyes on Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire, he looks at the ball, takes a step, runs up yeah! and puts it in the top corner and he cups his ear to the crowd and he tells them, come on, he beats his chest. Harry Maguire busted the camera and Jack Gareth Southgate bends his fist and up next... I'm Thank not watching though. any of it because I can't because it's luck and I am not I'm not a person who can deal with it. Up next Benucci, goal scorer. Oh. oh Pickford nearly got a hand on it. Pickford nearly got a hand on it. Viali puts his face in his hands. But not quite. Oh, oh my, God. Oh my <laughs> This is
3: horrible, Scott. But Maguire stepping up, up. He's coming up, he's coming up, he's coming up.
1: I think it's Marcus Rashford.
3: Well, he's obviously going to miss because that's how I feel at the moment.
1: Marcus Rashford. Believe, believe. Marcus Rashford. Luke Shaw had his hands. Marcus Rashford versus Donna Rumour to put England 3 2 up. Here comes Marcus. He stops. He takes a step to the left. No. Oh, he hits the post. He hits the post. Why do people do that? He tried to place it. Just kick and kick it. It's too old, Get your
2: head up son. Get your head up son. So we're level
1: after 3. It's the fourth penalty for Italy. He's going to miss. Pickford. Save this, Pickford. Michael, tell me he's going to save it. It's going in, sorry.
4: (laughs) Up next, Sancho.
1: No, it's the fourth penalty for England, Sancho. He looks confident. He looks confident. Put this home, Sancho. Put this home. Put it home.
0: Saved.
1: Oh, my God. It was a good penalty, but it was saved. Oh,
3: <laughs> he saves it though. Come on, Pickford.
0: Come on. Come on. Pickford.
1: I'm back to Euro '96. Seaman. Oh my God,
0: yeah,
1: Georgino
4: well, Should,
2: Should have been sent off. Come on. You can save it.
1: No you can, save it. No you can save it. Oh, Seaman versus Muller. 96. Jorginho George- 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 versus Pickford. Are England about to write a new story, or is it the same story as all? As it's always been. Jorginho here he comes he looks nervous save he saved it Pickford Pickford has
0: saved
1: and suddenly England are back no way no way England are still in England are still in they've come back Pickford saved it fucking hell
0: come on
1: is this a new history? Michael, I'm having a breakdown. Oh,
0: my
2: God.
1: Jorginho saved it. He could have won it, Saka. Oh,
2: my God. Oh,
3: my
1: God. I've got nothing left to give.
3: I can't deal with this. That was
2: awful. Teenager. Bakayi Saka. Put it in the goal. No, it in the goal. No. And it's saved. Italy, the European champions. It is going to Rome. More penalty agony in the European Championships. But this might just be the worst feeling of all. It is a blue day in London. Italy are the champions of Europe for the first time in 53 years. And they thoroughly deserve their moment in the spotlight.
1: England have lost on the penalties. Um, Obviously. Just quickly, I'll posit this. Three penalty misses is too many to pin the blame on one person. Yeah, exactly, that's a positive, isn't it? <laughs> no one,
3: no yeah,
1: I
4: mean, it's hard to swallow a sort of combination of... Pride and and just absolutely gut-wrenching disappointment.
1: Pizza Hut, I don't know if they got the money to be able to have that many people in a Pizza Hut advert. Oh, the the Italians crying makes me want to fucking throw my tin of gin and tonic at the fucking screen. Welcome to being an England fan. Joffa's phone turned off the TV and slammed his remote on the floor. I don't want
3: to watch them get the fucking trophy. Like, no one wants that, do they? Let's look at
1: the positives. I think they've brought a lot of
3: pride back. I take that hand over fist losing in penalties in the final obviously but it doesn't make you happy when it happens and you're just stuck here and oh man alive we did not deserve that we've done so
1: many positive things here's such a positive squad here's what i will say we're a nation of 55 million people we also have the finest footballing league in the world the years of hurt will eventually end. It is inevitable. And one day a generation of English footballers will break that duct. I thought it was these people. But it's not. It's another generation. It's going to happen in our lifetimes. And this generation of footballers has given me hope. It's dog shit. But we have a wonderful narrative that will last for another 30 years.
3: I know, I know the narrative not broken, etc, etc. But can I just say this? I'm just imagining the alternate reality in which we'd won that, and what this would be like. And what, what a moment of my life, and how ecstatic we'd be, and every moment for the next two hours would be like, and it's not gonna happen. And I'm fucking gutted, because it would have been something I'd have
4: never experienced.
1: England were a pouncy shootout away from winning a major tournament, Michael.
4: Uh, Yeah, it's just a really, it's just a shit sandwich. Like, I don't...
0: (sighs) We've
3: just lost the final. I thought that would make it cushioned. That You'd go, well, at least we made the final. It's much worse.
1: I'm so proud. I like, my fundamental feeling is I'm proud. I'm not that disappointed. Because at the very least, we have a narrative around... We were so close. We were so close.
0: Yeah.
1: We've done something amazing. I believe in this because team. This team has team fucked
3: off all the right wing in this country. I love them for that. They're the best football team that has just changed the perception of footballers and what footballers can do and everything. I love it more than any football team ever. Also,
0: is coming home in Qatar. Like, that's
3: what I mean. like. This, but I've just said this to Michael. The myth continues. Here we go.
1: Uh, I like we always
3: lose dramatically, and I love it. Um, I fall into it, and I
1: wanted swim in it. Come on. Two things. One, we were so close. We deserve this. I am frustrated. We they missed two of they missed two of their five penalties, and we didn't win. That's not good enough. But also... Do you, do you know what you also forget? We scored five of five in the semi-final against Germany. Where was Gareth? David Zeman, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> but also, but also, England's ascension is inevitable at this point. We are going to win a trophy. One day, a team will win the lift, lifted trophy. It's going to happen in a lifetime. I believe it now more than it ever.
4: Is. I think with a little bit of distance and on reflection we've done a brilliant job and it's been an amazing tournament and we won't we couldn't be any prouder of the team and of the manager but right now in this moment 10 minutes after losing on penalties it's a
1: pretty fucking bitter pill to swallow well let's see how we feel back in the studio back to the studio the thing i remember that the half time i was convinced we were going to win it the crowd shots of the italians they were all like miserable We'd kind of just shut them down. It did feel different to Croatia, but by the time the goal came, then we were great in the first half and then the momentum shifted.
3: You know, to lose on penalties in the final is as good as you can do in a tournament without winning it. It's the best you can physically do in a tournament without winning it. And so (laughs) I don't think, you know, it's just so amazing, isn't it? That it
1: happened. But one day, someone, an England team will win something. Someone will break this hoodoo, this curse on us. It will. I'm sure it will happen. But
3: I don't even think it is a curse, right? I think that for the majority of my lifetime, it's, we haven't been cursed at all because we've been shit. Do you know what I mean? Like,
1: yes. Yeah. Like,
3: there's no tournament apart from maybe 2004 where I've thought we could... What I've known in my heart, we're the best team here. Do you know what I mean? We could win this. So I don't think we were cursed. I think we were shit. I think we were, had huge problems. I think we were badly managed, you know. But now everything is in place. Yes. David Kahn writes, is a really brilliant writer, obviously, and he writes often very understandably uh, negative pieces about the problems with governance in football. I read a long thing he wrote about what a brilliant job the FA have done to help us get to this point, and the DNA, and all the you know, changing the way children are playing football, and all that kind of stuff, and how it's paying off, and it's like Liverpool winning the league, isn't it? If you're there and thereabouts for long enough, then it will happen. But I just don't think we've been close to it for twenty years.
1: Yeah, there is, there is that. the, I mean, the, the thing that scares me is I do on the one about sixty percent of me believes. It's inevitable that this group of players were consistently competing for the highest honours that will transfer to the international scene and England will become a force in international football and stop underachieving. The other part of me thinks, well, we've had false storms before. We've had 96, we've had Italian 90 and they were followed by dismal dismal periods. And we've
3: never
4: done semis and then a final though. We've never,
3: yeah, done, we've never done
1: that. So yeah.
4: Well, that, that's my slight worry is that I think, I think we have stopped underachieving now. I think if you back-to-back back, go from the semifinals of the World Cup to then the finals of the Euros, that is absolutely our level. If anything, that's, that's the peak of our level. Like, we aren't the best footballing nation in the world, and I don't think we ever will be. We might have won the Euros, but that's not the World Cup. So the thing that sort of keeps niggling at me today is that feeling of, like, have I just... Is that the best it was ever going to be? Like, have we just experienced the pinnacle and the fact is that england will never be world champions england will never be european champions and you know that's the day after that's all sl- slightly wallowing in the the pity of the hangover but it just you look at it and go oh man will we ever get that close again just as you say that i heard a thunderclap in the distance yeah so did i
1: oh man what a day is that a good
4: omen or a bad omen for guitar? Yeah, i don't
1: know i don't know I'm just so pr- I'm so proud and so sad. I think that's yeah. the only way we can sum it up.
3: Yeah. yeah, and it doesn't stop me thinking that I love Gareth Southgate and I love this team.
1: Well, can we talk about this? Because I think this is the thing that actually does annoy me. Like, We could have scored four of our five penalties and still won. We could have scored three of our five penalties and taken it to sudden death. To miss three of our first five penalties. It, well, here's something. It does feel like
3: penalty shootouts are much more topsy-turvy than they used to be. Do you know what I mean? They're, yeah. I remember when I was a kid, it seemed to me that penalty shootouts used to just be like a, one team would score all of their penalties and the other would miss two. Yeah. But now it, it feels like goalies have got the upper hand slightly more. Do you know what I mean? Or am I just talking and complete that, Yeah, bullshit? no, I
1: know. Yeah, it does feel like that. Because, I mean, I was thinking... What an awful spectacle to end that tournament. It was such a low quality penalty shootout. Like the Italians missed two penalties, didn't they? Yeah. And they won by by virtue of us missing three.
3: Do you think that kind of era of it being stuck to a player in that way is gone?
4: Yeah, it feels like it. I think it helps that that many players missed and I think it helps that yeah. the <laughs> yeah. level of goodwill that were there that was there with the team, the management, all of that already, you know. It would take a Well, I mean, there are some of them out there. But anyone that's attacking Marcus Rashford after the year he's had for missing that penalty, I think take a long, hard look at yourself. And, you know, Saka was one of the best players this tournament for us. You know, you can't attack a 19-year-old for stepping up. You can question perhaps why he's taking the penalty, but I don't think you can blame him for hitting the target in a penalty shootout in a major final. The thing is with that kind of
3: who's taking and stuff, I get the feeling, you know, Southgate's not a man who leaves stuff to chance. This yeah. is a team that will have been practicing penalties. You know, they'll have been doing them every day at the end of training or whatever. He'll know who's been taking the best penalties. He'll have all the the stats, and the, they'll have discussed it.
1: It's, yeah, that's it's
3: basically not what like he the said. old days yeah. where someone's going around with a notebook, going right. Anyone right. fancy taking penalty? Like, there's I'd a reason that though. Yeah, there, there'll be a reason that Rashford and Sancho. Came on, it will be because they have been earmarked as the people that will be best at penalties. Yeah,
4: I agree. Yeah. And it's easy to rewrite it and say, "Well, you never bring on a player cold yeah. to take a penalty; you never do that." But actually, there will be as many cases where that was a success as it was a failure. And it's just people writing the narrative after the fact. You know, ultimately, they're facing one of the best goalkeepers in the world. Right? Yeah, so obviously, there is a chance he's going to save some penalties. He's a beast, and he's had a fantastic tournament. Like, there is no
3: yeah.
1: shame in that.
3: No.
1: So, I feel sorry for Jordan Pickford because to save two penalties in the, in the final, that's yeah. astonishing. Oh. He's great on
3: penalties, Jordan Pickford. Yeah,
1: great. Oh, man. He's a great tournament.
3: Oh, wow. Yeah. Look. Uh, <laughs> well, we've genuinely loved sharing this tournament with you. It's been an absolute pleasure in, a, in an attempt to, because I don't think we should leave it like this, in an attempt to kind of, Draw a line under proceedings next Monday we'll do our euros 2020 review special We'll be giving out our awards and uh, and everything and then we will announce and we'll tell you about all the amazing exciting stuff we've got coming up uh thank you so much for listening. I can't decide whether this will be our least listened to episode or our most listened to episode. I suppose if you've listened this far you're if you've listened this far yeah what is wrong with
1: you <laughs> Hello to our Scottish (laughs) listeners.
2: Um, Uh,
1: Oh, wow. We'll be back. We'll be back. Well, I guess we should thank all our guests this brilliant summer of football. We've had Susie McCabe, Ellis James, Mike Bubbins, Tom Parry, Matt Ford, Ivo Graham, Nish Kumar, and Tom Crane. Big thank you as well to everybody who's listened and joined us on this brilliant little adventure. I think
3: a nice way to end, I know it's Italian, but I think. uh, It'd be nice. We talked about Des Lynham. He ended 1990 with a really lovely wrap-up, and I think uh, we should leave with Des Lynham. I'll uh, play it for you now.
4: Well, it's been a fascinating competition, apart from the final, probably. It's taken a month out of our lives. Actually, actually, it's probably added a month to our lives. It's been our privilege at the BBC to know you've watched it all with us. We think it's all over, and it is now, except, of course,
0: for one more time. It's Q.
4: Martin Garrick's Bono and the Edge.
0: You fail and no fear for the fight You pull hope from defeat in the night There's an to be you in my mind Could be mad, but you might just be right